Hey, have you applied to speak at Voice Summit yet? Applications are open until March 31st. So if you have something to say about voice, go to voicesummit.ai and click on apply to speak to be considered. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? Apply now. Did you know that Amazon has created Alexa for Business or Amazon's relationship with healthcare? Kodrin Arsene, the CEO of Digital Authority Partners, talks about what Alexa for Business is, how to use it, why Amazon Alexa is being used so much in the healthcare space, current skills and use cases in the healthcare space, why he got into voice, and his predictions for Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa in the future. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Carrie Roberts. And today, my guest is Kodrin Arsene, the CEO of Digital Authority Partners and the CEO of Healthcare Weekly. Welcome, Kodrin. Thanks for being here. Carrie, thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast today. So I had reached out to you a little while ago because I found this great article that you had done on Amazon Alexa for Business. And in it, you really broke down what Amazon has already created for businesses that anyone can use. And to be honest, I personally did not know that they had all of those already. So I would love for you to talk about what and how businesses can use Alexa internally for at their place of work, and then how they can get some specialty skills as well. Absolutely. It is not surprising that you haven't heard about um, Alexa for Business. Unfortunately, Amazon rolled it out first like a beta test where developers were invited to really create skills for the platform. And even if Alexa for Business is becoming more and more popular, it is not something that Amazon is necessarily pushing very heavily. Amazon for Business is not a new concept. If your listeners work for large enterprises, they are familiar with specific mobile applications, which are only installed on their uh, work devices, work smartphones. Alexa for Business is basically the same, but it relates to a specific Alexa skill. So how it works is quite simple. Any business out there in the world can basically just apply online, open an account with the Amazon for Business division, and you would be allowed to create your own business skill that will be deployed at the location of your choosing. These are skills will not be discoverable in, let's call it App Store for Alexa skills. They will just be yours in the sense of your company. And the way it works, basically, you're paying a license to Amazon, usually around $7 per month per device in order to operate that specific skill. But the price actually goes down depending on how many users you have. There's definitely room for negotiation. Now, this is kind of the tactical side of Alexa for Business. So I want to talk a little bit about the business side. And Alexa, as everybody knows, at its core is a chatbot, right? And in chatbots, for the longest time, they've been getting you know, a beating in the media for people who are using them. The amount of times I've seen articles that say, you know, Alexa's dumb, like I lost track of it. And in many ways, this is both a failure of imagination, which is business executives do not think creatively when it comes to Amazon can do for their business, but also is a, what I call a product management failure, right? Behind any successful digital project, you have a product manager who's in charge of the vision, the execution, the business rules in place. So every time you see 
a chatbot that is dumb or you see Alexa kind of stumbling and not being able to understand your request, that's because the product manager behind that specific skill has not accounted for your specific scenario. And that's why chatbots could be dumb. They're not dumb, right? And if you want to use the word dumb, what's dumb is that whoever is responsible for building that has not either accounted for a scenario or doesn't have the right analytics tools in place for when you speak a specific request for them to tweak the algorithm and the scenarios to account for what you're looking for. Now, when it comes down to the business side, Alexa for Business has tremendous potential across the board. And we're already seeing this with a variety of companies that have developed Alexa for Business skills, which they're reselling on the open market. So there's video conferencing Alexa skills, where Alexa is capable of starting a video conference with a simple voice command. There are skills that help businesses streamline daily tasks, where Alexa can be used to let's say, help employees improve productivity by automating or organizing specific daily tasks. Alexa for Business has skills for email organization, where, believe it or not, Amazon Echo can manage your Office 365 or Gmail, read, reply, and organize emails according to your preferences. You can schedule different conferences simply by using Alexa devices in your office. One of the projects we've uh, worked on recently um, was actually an Alexa skill for doctors to be able to take notes and for those notes to be able to be pushed into the EHR. So holistically, Alexa for Business, the bottom line it is a platform built to help businesses improve productivity and completing tasks quickly and efficiently. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, this is available now through Amazon, through AWS. If you look up Alexa for Business, these are things that are already set up for you uh, that you can implement in your workplace, which I think is incredible. You had also written another great article online. I mean, you really do your research and you talked about Alexa in healthcare. I'd love for you to take us through the journey of Amazon getting more involved in the healthcare space for those that maybe don't know the history, especially over the last few years. Absolutely. If we were to think holistically or kind of historically about Amazon's foray into healthcare, it actually started more or less with the AWS expansion, right? Which is it's the most profitable side of the business, very secure storage and application development platform, which healthcare companies in particular desperately need, right? The amount of regulation in the healthcare space is tremendous. And there's a bunch of security frameworks like high trust or HIPAA compliance. And the AWS side of the business has always been compliant because this is where big money is, right? And in, in, in healthcare, healthcare in the United States is both the biggest cost, but also the biggest employer. And one of the most heavily regulated industries in the world, if not the most regulated. So Amazon kind of sneaked in, if you will, with their AWS solutions, but over time, Amazon started really investing way beyond just having the support role that's behind the scenes and moved towards series of acquisitions that are very important for Amazon to go into this business. But actually, the biggest priority when it comes into healthcare has nothing to do with those. It has to do with the consumer base. They purchased a few companies that provide pill services. Basically, you can order your prescription fulfillment online and Amazon will deliver it to you. 
they've recently, by recently I mean, I would say earlier last year, they filed a patent actually for Alexa. And it's a healthcare patent where Alexa can actually recognize where you have the symptoms of flu or a cold and can proactively basically tell you. And of course, the, the overall vision is that of an interconnected home with the healthcare component. Amazon's dream is for when you're walking around the house, you're coughing, you have a cold. Alexa tells you, by the way, I think you have a cold. You have all these symptoms. Should I basically send you ibuprofen or any other cold medicine? And that can be done just by talking to Alexa, where Alexa becomes this proactive artificial intelligence that helps you understand quicker that you have a disease and that then it's able to fulfill the pharmacy component all in the comfort of, of your home. And, and that's kind of holistically um, Amazon's vision. And I wanted to talk about it from the Amazon point of view, because there's another very important component that we should discuss, which is how our businesses would be those healthcare startups or hospitals or uh, device manufacturers or pharma companies or even pharma trial companies starting to leverage Alexa because they are. They are leveraging Alexa on a day-to-day basis and, and most people have no idea that this is happening and they're leveraging Alexa in ways that are very smart and very effective and also in ways that holistically can reduce the cost of healthcare and also improve the quality of patient care in the United States. So there's a lot of different use cases that are actually currently being leveraged. I can also talk about a couple of them that we as an agency are currently working on as solutions. But let's talk first about the what, what's out there right now. So for example, right now, if you have diabetes, there are multiple Alexa skills that enable you as a patient to manage your condition effectively. Some of the very exciting Alexa skills right now are leveraged in the senior care space. And there's a lot of senior living facilities that have deployed Alexa skills, which help the elderly with taking medication, but also they help patients and nurses keep track of the medications being administered to a specific patient. Right now, the best and most exciting projects that we've worked on as an agency has to do with managing blood pressure with the help of an Alexa skill. And it's Omron Healthcare. They have released a smart FDA-approved watch called the Heart Advisor. This was launched at CES last year in 2019. They got the Best of CES Award. They also got the Invention of the Year Award from Time magazine this year. And an interconnected device, this device is able to take your blood pressure and all the readings can be accessed via an Alexa skill. And the Alexa skill can basically not just basically tell you what are your specific readings for a day, but it's able to send recommendations. It's able to alert you if your blood pressure has been too high over a period of time. And eventually we'll also be able to pass that information directly to your team, to your healthcare teams, your doctors. Other really cool Alexa applications out there today on the market have to do with managing insurance claims, getting instant access to first aid information, in addition, you can use not everywhere in the United States, but for example, in Ohio, you are able to download a Alexa skill that will get you information about the hospital that you're going to, including wait times and so on and so forth. 
And some of the other consumer-facing Alexa skills available have to do with being able to, to get health tips, live a healthier lifestyle, and even with some limitations, being able to get diagnostic suggestions from Alexa. Now, what got you and your agency interested in voice and especially within the, the healthcare space? Yeah, so it was really by accident and it happened many years ago, by which I mean in, back in 2015. It was one of our clients who wanted to do a, a stint, if you will, wanted to try out creating an Alexa skill for doctors. The client in question actually was a cloud storing company and they had a HIPAA compliance solution for doctors and they wanted to see, hey, can I basically use Alexa to record my thoughts on a topic and then send them directly to the cloud as a physician? And we did that. And imagine like 2015, nobody was talking about Alexa, especially not in the context of a business solution. Everybody was just talking about it as you got the smart assistant in your house. All it does is plays music. You can hear the weather, the news flash, and that's about it. And it got us thinking because while we were building that skill, and it was very, very basic, like really, really basic. We started thinking like there's so many opportunities. So many use cases that can be thought through and executed when it comes into Alexa, whether you're an insurance company, a device manufacturing solution, or even a hospital. One of the things that you're always concerned with is how do I decrease costs and, and save time? And, and to see that one skill in, in action, and it's so powerful to see a doctor who's so happy that He's able to talk to an Alexa device, and now he doesn't have to spend a tremendous amount of time taking notes because physicians in particular, they spend about 20 hours a week on administrative tasks. And that was very powerful to be able to free a person's time up by you know, 20 hours a week. It's crazy. And then for us as an agency, Digital Authority Partners, a lot of our clients, let's say majority, more than 50% of our clients are in the healthcare space alongside uh, financial technologies, e-commerce, and government contracts. And because we have such a focus on healthcare, we've been trying to help both our clients, but also prospective clients, work through these scenarios because Alexa is a technology and as a platform has tremendous potential to really improve all the different workflows that matter to healthcare companies. But I do want to make sure I point this out. Alexa is industry agnostic, right? It doesn't matter what you're doing. There's so many different scenarios, whether you work in, in healthcare or not. Now, do you see yourself focusing primarily with Amazon Alexa because of their history of really working with healthcare? Or will you be doing things with Google Assistant or Samsung Bixby as well in the future? Yeah, so Google Assistant, it's starting to pick up. There are two things that I want to point out about Google Assistant. One, they were very smart about one thing, which is if I build an Alexa skill today on the AWS platform and I want to port it over to Google, that transition is very smooth, right? Think about it in technology terms. If I build an app for iOS, there's almost nothing I can transfer to Android. I have to build two different applications if I want to be part of both ecosystems. Google was smart about this, and they made it a situation that's very easy 
to move skills from AWS to their platform. And on a personal note, I think in many ways, the, the Google Smart Assistant is smarter than Alexa, but it does not have the same support. It does not have the same breadth of skills today because they've entered the market at a later stage. And also, when it comes down to our clients, because Alexa has such a big part of the market, you know, their attention goes there first. But I wouldn't say, you know, I choose Amazon because of its history with, with healthcare. I would say there's an imbalance at play between the two companies, and, and Google still has a lot to do to catch up with Amazon. But let's not forget that the technology which Google uses with search and the amazing artificial intelligence solutions that Google and all of its subsidiaries have rolled out year after year is significantly superior to what Amazon has to offer. So if I were to make a prediction, looking even at two, three years down the line, Amazon will no longer control the market because much of their attention is not really spent right now on improving the Amazon platform when it comes down to Alexa skills. I mean, they're working on it, but I want everybody to understand that for chatbots to work, you need to have an amazing scalable architecture uh, behind the scene where when it comes down to anything speech-related, Google is significantly better. It just happens that where Google is today is two or three steps behind Alexa, but I expect that to, to change significantly over the next two, three years. And where can people learn more about what we talked about today, connect with you or your company if they'd like to online? Absolutely. If you want to get in touch, I'd love to talk about any questions tied to this podcast. You can always send me an email to get in touch. Our company website is digitalauthority.me, just like join.me companies, digitalauthority.me. You can simply Google Digital Authority Partners online and you'll find our website. If you want to send me an email, it's very simple. It's C as in Charlie at digitalauthority.me. And I read every single email that I receive and um, I'd love to get in touch with anybody who wants to learn more about Amazon, about Alexa skills or uh, Google skills in the future. And the last question we like to ask on this show to help promote voice as a whole is what is a current flash briefing or skill or experience that you're using and really enjoying right now? Yeah, I really like the seven minute workout skill for people who are not familiar. Seven minute is a platform for like very quick exercising, which is designed for super busy people. And I used to use the, you know, the application in the past, but it's so much easier to just use the skill and it works swiftly and I really enjoy it. And I also happen to be a huge fan of the, the seven minutes platform. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Kojin, for sharing your experience and your knowledge. We greatly appreciate it here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at modev.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. 
Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.